I read an article which really captured the essence of grief. The author spoke of the first Christmas card addressed to Mrs Sally B instead of Mr and Mrs B and the first letter which read love from mum instead of love mum and dad. She spoke about the first Christmas with a smaller tree, many of the decorations still left in the box and of the empty chair to remind everyone of their missing loved one. People need to talk about the one who's missing much longer than the grief period our culture allows. I will talk about the knowledge nurses need in order to help the bereaved person. Research has shown that nurses who haven't trained in palliative care often lack confidence in giving support to the bereaved person. Different grief theories offer much insight. If nurses are also aware of the different types of grief and how grief can have a detrimental effect on physical health, it empowers the nurse to be of greater support to a bereaved person. However, the number one step of offering support to a bereaved patient is to actively listen to them and give them the gift of time. Earlier grief theories such as Freud and Lindemann were rigid in the sense that the successful outcome was associated with the bereaved person moving on with life and severing attachment with the deceased. Bowlby's theory, however, allowed for more variation, recognising that the person's relationship to the deceased and the circumstances surrounding death can affect the duration and intensity of grief. He also outlined stages of grief that are quite similar to those of Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. These stages rarely occur sequentially and sometimes occur simultaneously. Parks built his thinking on earlier theories. He stressed how individual the grieving process is. He normalised the idea that grief can be present long after the loss and how it can come and go in waves, for example, at anniversaries. Warden's tasks of grieving are particularly helpful to the professional who gives support to the bereaved person. Task one is about acceptance of the loss. The second task involves working through the pain, which can incorporate feelings of guilt, anxiety and anger. Allowing the patient to vent these feelings helps them to reach a state of containment. The third task incorporates adjustment to the environment without the loved one, including redefining roles of self. Um, for example, as a widow instead of wife and filling the roles of the loved one. Dealing with new financial pressures and childcare issues may be examples of task three factors. If nurses have a good understanding of various grief theories, they can share information with the patient on what to expect. They can reassure the patient that all these processes are normal reactions to loss. In order to offer support, nurses also need to be aware of different types of grief. The patient may be experiencing normal grief or complicated grief. Complicated grief is when it does not diminish over a prolonged period. Disenfranchised grief is also challenging for the nurse to offer support as it will incorporate more diverse emotions and possibly a lot of guilt. Disenfranchised grief is grief that cannot be openly acknowledged and is not socially supported. An example of this could be someone who is bereaved following a secret extramarital affair. Anticipatory grief happens with the impending loss of a loved one, such as terminal illness. Nurses also need to be cognizant that bereavement can result in changes of behaviour that can have a negative effect on physical health. These behavioural changes can include increased smoking and alcohol intake, self-neglect, poor diet and lack of exercise. 
Bereavement associated stress can also lead to infection, cancer, colitis or coronary heart disease. On the other hand, some people may intellectualise the event and stay in the denial phase for a prolonged period. This can be associated with the person's role in the family that have been the strong one. The nurse must adopt a holistic approach when supporting a bereaved person and promote physical and psychological health behaviours. Factors that influence the grieving process need to be explored with the patient. These factors can include the nature of the relationship with the deceased, the manner of death, whether or not the bereaved person is particularly vulnerable, or if there has been a series of bereavements for this person. In contrast to the teachings of Freud and Lindman, the continuing bonds theory established that the bereaved person can have an ongoing attachment to the deceased. The bereaved person can be encouraged to talk about their loved one and reach a point where they can remember their loved one without feeling discomfort. For the bereaved person, the objective is not finding a magical way to end the pain. It's more associated with the acknowledgement that life events can offer an opportunity for personal growth. In conclusion, knowledge of various grief theories, understanding of the different types of grief, exploration of the factors that influence the grieving process of the individual, and adopting a holistic approach all serve to help the nurse to help the bereaved person. It enables the nurse to sit with the patient as they look back, cry and search for what is lost. While they also try to look forward, explore the world that now emerges and discover what can be carried forward from the past.